If you're easily offended by foul language and adult content, you should probably stop listening about now. As for the rest of you, I can promise that we will regularly be saying words like damn fuck ass and so if you stay here we go all right and we are back for another episode of buddha and a beard hello there hi hello how are you good how are you i'm good man why are you saying it like that is that how i say it's how you're saying it hello hello like a Walmart greeter or something. Right. <laughs> Let's see you with right. the best right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly I have a career path ahead of me. <laughs> I mean, I can say you are natural. I am. I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, yeah. Good at saying so, hi. Man, how's your week going? Uh, quick, How, How'd quick. your week go? I'm sorry. Quick, quick, quick. Not too bad, you know? Yeah, it's going fast, right? Right. It is. Uh, we are nearing the, the release of this episode. For those who don't know, um, sometimes mm-hmm. we're ahead of the curve. Sometimes we're not. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. You know, because we're dealing with life. That's it. Yeah, I'm moving right now. So, like, my apartment is in disarray. But I kept my mic plugged in because I knew that I had to do my motherfucking podcast. You know what I'm saying? Commitment. Yeah, man. That's what we call this shit up soon, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Um, what we're not packing up soon is this show. Okay. Damn uh, right. But we're nice gonna get shit there. started. Right. Yeah, we're gonna get yeah. shit started today because that's what the people came for, right? Um, yeah. as usual, using our ancient powers for good. I have a couple ancient moments I think coming up in this episode for sure. I'm sure. I feel it. Do. I feel it coming. It's in my bones. I, I certainly think I do. Oh, okay. Good to hear. Yeah. Good to hear. No, I've been pretty like I've been pretty tame lately. You huh? have. I'm you sorry, have. man. Put my to... best foot forward. That's okay. I will carry the burden of being the yeah. ain't shit guy on the show. I'm digging into my ain't shit bag, though. I'm de- I definitely have a history of ain't shitness. So. Gotta do it. Gotta do it for the people. It's what they want. <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't the line, actually. I just fucked that up. Anyway, who cares? <laughs> um, And it's trademarked anyway, so I'm sure we can't say that. So it's all good. Yeah, I don't get us sued, man. On You're purpose. I did it on purpose for you. Okay. Anyway. So today, uh, actually, what we're going to be talking about is dealing with rejection. And rejection, rejection, it hurts, it hurts. To be clear, we're not talking about the kind from a stranger, okay? But someone you know and someone that you've like actually been actively pursuing. But okay. before we do that, since I bring it up, let's actually talk about stranger rejection. Uh, stranger rejection is re- funny. It, it is. It's, it's like, how dare you? But it's it's also it's weird the reactions that some men would okay you know how we try and stay away from generalizations or at least we did when we first started this yeah I don't know if we're doing that well let's just say that we're doing it now but we're gonna steer steer away from it for this moment right here because when like some dudes that get rejected their reactions to it. Like on the street, think about the girl, the women that oh, get yeah. hit out of gas stations or, or the, on the subway, on the tree, yeah, the train, right? Exactly. We've all seen that, yeah. right? Like it's, it's embarrassing, ridiculous, right? Yeah. So, really, disclaimer before we get started on this part of the podcast: if, if you're one of the men that um, do this, you know, stop listening, right? Please, please, nobody fucking invited you. Yeah, let's just you say that. Down like like, that. I'm surprised that you listen, but if you're here to change. Then you know, keep listening. Continue, yeah. Right. Sorry about that. But if you're not, you know, my bad. Yeah, we apologize. But if you're the other one, fucking women, trigger warning. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys might, you guys get harassed out in the street, and we're just we're trying to you know talk about the normal guys, (laughs) the the normal rejection, not not the 
Well, fuck you then, bitch. Right, Not right. The crazy, exactly, exactly. You know, you street homeless man right. rejection. I but okay. So for the life of me, for all intents and purposes of this podcast, I will say I've never been that guy. Never, ever, ever been that guy. And I never. I hope to never be that guy ever. But you won't be. I won't. As long as you're I my won't. friend, you won't. Absolutely be. won't. I'll right. Exactly. Past, Punch friend. me in the fucking face. I fucking will if I have to. Thank you. Thank you. I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> I'm here for. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out why a man would go down the road to react that way to rejection. And I was remembering something I read when it's talking about men have three dominant and demanding roles in life. So one is to protect, two is to provide, three is to prove their power, right? So with that last part of proving your power, it requires confidence. And if you don't have any, you got to fake it. I feel like we've talked about this before, right? You touched it. Yes, you touched on it. Yeah. So in reality, like we by design are not allowed to have low self-esteem or low confidence because we're taught to be alpha male, right? right? Yeah. So that's probably why if you actually don't have high confidence and your confidence is low and you've been faking it this whole time, you probably take rejection a little more personally than someone should mm-hmm. and you react regre- aggressively because essentially it's like a shot to your manhood. Exactly. That's why, you know, it's it's a fragile masculinity. Like, that's what they call it, you know? Right. Like, you, you just can't take rejection because you feel like you deserve right you're entitled to or yes exactly the word i was looking for entitled to a woman giving you her number right or letting you fuck her right on the spot at this gas station like what's your dirty nasty ass exactly this fine ass woman who clearly has two jobs right a nice car you don't have one nails and hair done what the fuck on an iphone good god you on that boost mobile that flip phone that uh we play snake on Exactly. You still got some <laughs> shit from 1999. Right. But fuck out of here. Anyway, I digress. Let's not take away from the fact that it actually is hard to approach strangers. Very, especially nowadays. Oh God, God. Quick aside, my friend, a uh, female friend. So I'm sorry, a lady friend of uh-uh. mine told me this. She was like, um, "Why don't guys talk to people anymore?" I saw this guy on the train, and he was looking at me, and I was looking at him, and he was cute, but he wouldn't come approach me. And I was like, "Excuse me, it's 2020." At the time, it was 2019. So I was like, "2019, like men are not approaching women anymore because they don't want to a look like crazies." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's a lot of mixed messages going on out there, and like yeah. guys don't know if they're allowed to do that anymore. You know what I'm saying? And then second, second of all, when you go holler at a girl on, she was on a train. So when you go holler at someone on a train. It's kind of like you have an audience. Yeah. Especially in New York City. Oh, my God. It's like you're walking up to this person and your game is on display. Absolutely. <laughs> and this is New York. That's if you got some terrifying. whack shit, if some whack shit comes out your mouth, that old lady sitting across from you is going to say so. Someone's already been recording it. Right. You <laughs> might end up on motherfucking World Star. I don't exactly. even know if you do that anymore. You're definitely going to end up on IG. Right. Yeah. So. Nah, nah. I, a lot of I, pressure. I, yeah, personally, I take calculated risk. There has to be a certain amount of eye contact. Mm-hmm. There has to be, and it has mm-hmm. to happen a couple of times. Where I'm like, maybe a smirk. Yeah, is she looking at me? Is she only looking at me because I keep looking at her? You know, right. like trying to figure that shit out. Like it's just all of that, and then finally, maybe depending on how drunk I am, I go out to her. I hopefully not on the train, but you know, no, no, the time of day. No, 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 not today. Yeah. Not today. I, I got a funny story about rejection from a stranger. You were actually there, Ooh. but you might not remember this. I probably okay, do. So I was in DC. <laughs> It was post homecoming, and we went to a party at the Howard Theater. Hmm. So it's, I'm drunk, you're drunk, everybody in that motherfucker's drunk, but like not like embarrassingly drunk, just you know tipsy fun, 
you know, two step, you know, Dude, that right. kind of Chuck enough. So this girl, you know, this reggae's on, and this girl comes over and she's whining upon the cocky, you know what I'm saying? And I'm in <laughs> love now and shit. And like, this is like the beginning of the party. So this girl's on me the entire night. Like, I walk to the bar, get us some drinks, go back. She's on me. Another girl comes and walks over, talks to me a little bit. She comes back. Like, this girl just would not let me go, right? And she was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, fine as hell. So her friends are, like, giving her the thumbs up from across, like, the dance floor. Like, can we see you, girl? Yeah, it's your birthday. I don't know. Uh-huh. So she's, towards the end of the night, she's kind of drunk. You know, we're still dancing on each other. We're talking. She's asking me a bunch of questions. Where are you from? What's your name? You look nice. And I'm like, you look beautiful. Like, we're just really vibing. You know what I'm saying? And it's a great environment to do that in because she didn't go to school with us. Yeah. She was visiting some friends. Perfect. So I got all, like, the ex-girlfriends and shit, like, you know, sending me the grimace. Right. Like, who's this beautiful ass woman you're dancing with? It's just, it's just making me look good. It just feels good. Yeah. So anyways, towards the end of the night, she's getting a little bit more drunk, right? Like, just a, like, just like, like, just drunk. Yes. To the point where it's the, like, all right, I'm going to look blank. crazy if, if I take you home right now. Like, I would just look crazy. And let me be the, you know, I'm a good guy. Yeah. So, like, it's cool. Get your number. Hit you up tomorrow. I'm in town for the week. Like, you're in town for the week. It's cool. We can just hang out tomorrow. So she was like, take me home, take me home. And mind you, this girl's like, she's like rubbing on my dick. Like, it's getting, it's getting steamy. It's getting heavy, right? Yeah, so I'm like, oh, y'all can't wait till tomorrow, right? So anyway, um, her homegirls come over and they're like, oh my God, Nicole, you're so drunk. Oh my God, it's, it's, I'll, I'll take her from here, right? They grab her, like, she's like, wait, wait, wait. And I'm like, no, it's good, go with your friends. Like, I got your number, I'll talk to you tomorrow, right? So she's like, all right. At this point, actually, in the, in the party, you left. You left early. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to say why you were going through some things. She was like not feeling the vibe. Yeah, like, this happened. So, um, so she she they're like, "You're mad drunk. Let's go." They grab her, they take her home or whatever. So the next day, I, I text her. I'm like, "Hey, you you good?" She doesn't respond. So I call her. She doesn't fucking answer the phone. Ugh. Bro, I was hurt. Yeah, I was so fucking hurt. You thought you now, had it in the bag? I I did have it in the bag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What did I do? What if did I you do? You were wrong? a lesser person you would have had it in the back yeah but that's not what i was going for like i was going for longevity man yeah i didn't want to like i didn't want her to wake up the next day and be like oh my god what did i do right and then i go to jail right (laughs) you know what i'm saying like i was just looking at like oh i'm gonna tear that shit up right nope and i I think she was so embarrassed by how drunk she was towards the end of the night that she just like maybe i don't know Mm -hmm. or maybe she just wasn't feeling me i don't fucking know but yeah i mean to be on me the whole you ruined my night i'm a single man in a party full of beautiful women <laughs> and i was with you the whole night i was banking on this right i invested i put all my investment in you you i was hurt bro uh, i heard for you i heard for you. i have a story too actually this is from Let's younger this is like when i was still my formative years my ugly duckling years you know for sure <laughs> oh you're, for sure. you're out of that yeah slightly slightly <laughs> i'm right. almost a swan <laughs> do ducks turn as well that's not how it works but anyway that's how the, um, that's how the story went yeah that that was actually really st- okay we'll fact check yeah, that one later let's it check that later. yeah let's check that later yeah <laughs> but um i was uh on a bus to canada right going to visit some family damn how broke were you listen i was <laughs> i was a fucking kid i was a kid man i was good <laughs> like, i didn't have money to canada money shit you know we took a bus to canada okay yes we were poor damn buddha well, shit so <laughs> We're on this bus and it's like a eight, 10 hour bus ride or whatever. We're doing it at night. And I remember I'm sitting in a chair. My mom's to the right of me because, of course, you know, I'm fucking like 11, 12. And there's this girl in a, the row in front of me. You know, you're going on vacation. So you got a different energy. You know Wait what I'm saying? Wait a second. 
Wait, before you continue, I just remembered I took a bus to Canada too. Once. Oh, you see, you talking that shit. There you go. <laughs> <was> my aunt. Because <laughs> like as I was picturing the story, I was a, like I was just trying to like you know put it in my mind. I was like, wait a second, this actually happened to me. But go ahead. <laughs> so she's in the seat in front of me, and you know when you're going on vacation, you have a different energy because you have an opportunity to reinvent yourself in this new place. You're now the cool kid. Whatever mm-hmm. the fuck mm-hmm. you was like lame about you you left behind home because right. nobody in, knows in that shit you're a brand new <laughs> right. person and also i'm you're in I'm toronto a, now i'm in america going to canada like right. come you're on cool man i'm fuck. a fucking winner you know you're right so, Wait, how old were you do you remember probably like 12 12 or 13 okay. 12 okay. or 13 tweens yeah exactly so she's in front of me she looks about my age and like i think she's gorgeous she's the best thing i've ever seen in my life so i'm like how do i talk to her i don't know what to do and normally i would just let these moments pass but 13 year old me that is american going to canada feels fucking brave right now i feel brave as fuck so i pull out a piece of paper and i write a note it was something like oh i think you're beautiful do you like me check yes or no shit like that shit like that right and i am confident my nigga i'm confident we get to the this one point where the lights are kind of on a little bit. Her mom, she turns her light off. So I'm like, this is the perfect moment. Let me like slide in now because now I won't have to deal with her mom. This is so a I, precursor to the DMs. This is like it is, the it original is. So DM. I tap her on the shoulder. Yeah. And I like slide her in. And I'm like, here. And I just leave it alone. I'm like, hopefully in my mind, what's going to happen? She's going to read this note. Yeah, she's going to read this note. She's going to turn around. She's going to fall in love with me. We're going to have kids. We're going to be married right now. Had a house and all that shit. Yeah. But <laughs> in reality, what happened was she read the note and she kind of snickered a little bit. And I was like, okay, that's not a bad sign. That's not a bad sign. That's not a bad thing. Your little 12-year-old then, heart. Then she taps her mom. Oh, no. Oh, no. shows her mom the fucking note. <laughs> like, oh, no, you little snitch. Her mom turned around. And her mom laughed. I was like, <laughs> "Oh no! Oh my god! No wonder you retain this memory." Yeah, I'll memory. never fucking forget that shit. So, see what you did to him, ladies. Hopefully, she's see not what happened now. to you. You see why he's the way he is. <laughs> she made me. <laughs> she created a monster. That's so oh, fucked man. up, bro. It was bad, but I think the worst part was when we actually had to get off the bus to go through passport because. Again, she was right in front of me. And now my mom is trying to figure out, like, why are these people, like, looking at you? And I'm like, no, no reason. Nothing, You're 12, nothing. bro. Her mom is a fucking oh, abusive. savage. Savage. Yeah, man. This had a lasting effect on who the fuck I am today. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. It it hurt. It hurt a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm all right, though. I'm all right. Still you sure? No. <laughs> I hurt for you, bro. Like, that's fucked up. And for the mom to just be turning around snickering as well, like. This little boy is, is, is this is formative years. Right. This yeah, legit. Yeah. Like this this has really changed and become like really set the tone for who I am because I take again, I take calculated risk when it comes to hitting on people because I'm like, I, I gotta you. make sure yeah, that I, I have to make sure that I know that you are in, you are down to. If there's an inkling of doubt, I'm probably not gonna talk to you. I could take rejection. I don't know. Sometimes I could work through doubt. You know? Sometimes too, but again, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you though. Calculated yeah. risks—they're important. Yeah, yeah, I think it's important. But either way, so regardless, we're here to talk about actual rejection, romantic rejection. So that mm. type that you get when you're actually talking to somebody, where you are romantically interested in someone, and maybe they're not necessarily interested in you. So, so many times. yeah, there are two roles. I think there's two 
points of view that we want to approach this from, right? Okay. So one from the lover and two from the beloved. Okay. Mm-hmm. So pursuer pursued. Okay. Okay. So from a lover standpoint, let's start there because I think it's a little more interesting. Have you uh, ever been the lover rejected? Yeah, many times. Um, so, all right. Uh, the, the time that I think was a, a transformative moment for me was in high school. I want to say, I want to say junior year, mm-hmm. maybe a year before that. My high school was combined. So it was junior high school and high school. So those years are kind of just like a blur to me. It's just one long <laughs> yeah. bid. But I remember I liked this girl, a uh, Jamaican chick. You know, I went to a Caribbean school, pretty much Caribbean neighborhood. She was bad. She had a little booty. You know, I hate to think about it now because I'm a grown ass man. Right. But, you know, at 15, that was, it was enough yeah. for me. Yeah, right. Anyway, I liked her, um, which is funny because I saw, I recently saw photos of her on Facebook and I was like, whoa, bro, you've really grown in your taste because oh. oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's not my type at all. Right. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't what the that fuck a good thinking. feeling, though? Yeah, it was. Yeah, of course. I was like, okay, justified in right. my rejection. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But nonetheless, it was it was disheartening to see <laughs> that I, I had a huge crush on this person. But anyway, um, high school Johnny liked her. It was her birthday. And I caught like some balloons, mm-hmm. some chocolates. You know, oh, people used to do that. Whenever it was someone's birthday shit. in high school. You remember yeah. like girls used to walk around with the fucking shitload of balloons. Mad balloons. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I bought her all of that. And um, this was before there was like an icebox where my heart used to be. Like I was mm-hmm. a kind guy and I spent yeah. my little allowance on this. So I copied the shit. I expressed my love in like a little card. Sealed it with a kiss and shit. <laughs> and she was kind of just like, I don't remember her exact reaction. But I remember it being like super lackluster. Like, oh. Uh, thanks like she didn't, <laughs> one she didn't expect anything from me and two she didn't give a fuck if i gave it to her or not. right uh but like no mention of like my professed love or anything so like her homegirl who's also my homegirl was like uh yeah you're just like not her type you know <gasps> like she, she likes like more like you know rugged guys <laughs> and i was crushed i was crushed man i was like what the fuck like <laughs> Like, we're kids. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, rugged guys. <laughs> it reminds He's me, I think it wearing was... Wearing the uh, jabos with the straps. That's what it was. That's what I was wearing. Oh. <laughs> what's funny is, like, you, you ever, I don't know if you got, you've ever seen um, that Donald Glover show, uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Where, like, he did, like, a flashback episode or whatever. And, like, he was sending notes in class. And, like, the girl was like, yo, she don't like broke niggas. <laughs> it's like, yo, y'all are, like, 13. Right. Like, <laughs> like we all broke, all broke niggas. right so like rugged guys like like you, you mean like class clowns and shit like i studied i paid attention in school so i guess i wasn't like cool enough at the time like you know it's high school it's fucking it's terrible right but you know i remember like just realizing like yo the good guy doesn't get the girl all the time you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and i don't think that that's ultimately true i think in like in adulthood when you're mature and you find like mature people or whatever yeah, good people yeah. will find each other in the you know, amidst all this shitty, all these shitty people out here. But I had I, I was sent on a path after that, like yo, fuck this nice shit, fuck cards, <laughs> fuck sealing shit with kisses. I'm out here. So you know, so your love, moment love happened at 15, 16 years old. Mine happened at thirteen. Huh. Yeah, mine was a little later, man. Mine was oh, a little man. later. Shit, you know, I dodged a huge unattractive bullet, but damn. <laughs> That little gleam of optimism and like hope was just gone that day. Nah. What about you, man? Like, have you ever uh, 
like someone you knew pursued made an effort i feel like i maybe have closed a lot of this rejection out of memory at this point but what comes to mind what really comes to mind now is post breakup i I remember an experience where post breakup i felt like i made the biggest mistake in my fucking life and it was like months later i'm like i gotta get back gotta get back in there (laughs) so I start to take the te- the the steps, the necessary steps. You know, I'm increasing the text. Yeah. I'm trying to make the time. You know, and at first it was kind of flat, but also I was the one that that broke it off. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I gotta power through. This is it. Got to do it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, you really just hit a point where I realized I am in the wrong motherfucking place. <laughs> you know, like this yeah. is not gonna go anywhere. Yeah. And that for me, that that is. A rejection that I remember a lot because there was it was not just rejection, but it was also like clear regret there from on her half. On her no, half. on my half, man. Okay, okay. Yeah, because it's like, damn, I fucked this up. Oh my god, I just lost the the like of my life. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like shit like that. I think that 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 is more. And I'm not saying that I don't get rejected. Hell yeah, I get rejected. Actually, yeah, but you know. Yeah, uh, to be uh, the ones that really hurt, the ones that have had like a more a, this, a resounding sting, have yeah. been that one. Damn, that one hurt more. But yeah, from a feelings perspective, for this being the lover and being rejected, I I hate that. So even in my case, right, there was a point where. I rationalized the, je- the rejection as if I deserved it. And maybe I did, right? Mm-hmm. Because I did break it off. Mm-hmm. But as also- your friend, I, I see that sometimes, you know, in our, in our other topics. I feel like you don't forgive yourself for some of the things that other people might feel, about, uh, some of the ways other people might feel about you. I don't right. think that, yeah. I think that's the thing that most men don't necessarily do. I know I haven't for a long time. Yeah. You know, that's the last phase. Like when you can finally forgive yourself for your stupid ass mistakes or the stupid things you said or the stupid things you did, or the mistakes you made, you know, right. cheating on somebody or whatever. Like when you can forgive yourself, that's when like the real healing has begun. Yeah, but I think it's a it's a rub. Remember the, the things I said before. I was saying that like as a man, you have like these three switches, and like two of them are to provide and protect. And when you break someone's heart, essentially you you fuck up on two out of three already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so it it starts to become this thing where you. I don't know. You feel almost as if like when you get hurt, you deserve it. And that is, it's such a shitty feeling, especially like as a lover to be like, damn, I deserve this shit. Bro, I, I didn't deserve Like yeah. for years. Like not just like, oh, I was there for a couple months. I'm talking about like an entirety of like my 20s. I was there just feeling guilty about something in hindsight. I wasn't necessarily the only person doing wrong. In, you know what I'm saying? But right. I, had, I had made myself out to be the bad guy because that's mm-hmm. what I was told I was. And I internalized it and then externalized it through my relationships throughout that time period mm-hmm. and how I, you know, interacted with people. And I just became cold. And I see a lot of my friends, you know, my male friends that are single. I see a lot of them holding on to something that just made them that, you know, uh, they feel like they're unlovable. Yeah. And even myself, like I thought that about myself for a long time, like because of something I did wrong and a rejection that, that happened to me. I was thought, like, yo. I, I was like, you know what? This person that doesn't like me is right. I have no worth. 
Yeah. And I think a lot of men, specifically, I can only speak for black men. I think a lot of black men out here are walking around with that kind of heaviness in their heart. Yeah. Again, but we we have to fake confidence. And when you fake right. confidence, what happens? That's when you start to put out the icebox. That's cars. when you're like, I'm cold, I'm future. You know what I'm saying? Like the money. Exactly. Exactly. You throw yourself into the other shit because you want to not feel that hurt. You know, you so to find you cover it elsewhere. Right. Or right. You want people to see your worth. And it doesn't necessarily have to come from your soul. It just comes from the things you own and the way you walk and the women you with. I see right. a lot of dudes, they date women just to, for the validation of other men. Yeah. Like, yeah, she bad, right? Look at that. Like, look at, Fucking weird. Does she do anything for you? Like, are y'all happy together? And hell no, but she looks good and you want to show her off. Like, that's the wrong reason to be dating somebody. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hijack. Yes. Yeah. I think what, what also sucks about being rejected as the lover is I know that there are some times where you can just feel like you've been taken advantage of. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the very first or one of the first things that go through your mind. Like you think that this person was lying to you from the beginning. Right. As it just led to you like on. Feelings that may have emerged after some time. You know, you're like, oh, you never loved me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you never liked me. Yeah. And um, that sucks. It does. It does. But you know what also sucks? I think that the, the person that is loved, the beloved, has a really bad rap in all of this shit too, though. Okay. So, so let's actually let's let's talk through the experience of have you been in that the shoes of a, a beloved like yes. someone's pursuing you yeah and, yeah you know i don't want to say many times you know what i'm saying but like, yeah certainly in, enough times to feel like i can have some kind of input on this i am a human being i did live a life i can't <laughs> remember details in this particular uh story but it happened at school at howard university H-E? anyway you know that's where a lot of the craziest things happen the crazier things happened to me in my life for the first time or at least the times I can remember. So I, I had this one girl. She was in one of my classes, and we were in a group. We were doing, like, a group project or something together. And now this woman is not my type at all. She was, like, very, like, uh, bookwormish. Mm-hmm. Um, she was clearly from, like, a very good situation. And she <laughs> she could do way better than Johnny Walker. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like, she was feeling me or whatever. But she was, she was actually a really sweet person. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, like, the kind of person that I, I can chill with anybody. Like, you don't have to, like, there's no cool factor. Or, like, you know, I never put myself on a pedestal around other people. Mm-hmm. Whether you are unattractive to me or not. Like, I'm still going to treat you like a human being. Right. So, like, I would crack jokes with her and do you know, the same way I would with anyone else. So, I was, back then, I was, like, on my rugged, fake, bad boy shit. You know, this is way, this is a couple years past high school. So, now I'm, like well adjusted to like being the future-esque kind of dude yeah the girl that they're you're the one that rejected you friend said that he was the type right i finally yeah. became that okay cool cool, this cool. New, yeah in this new environment um in my eyes who knows <laughs> so like i was on my rugged bad boy shit my drawers used to actually hang out of my pants <laughs> i don't know if you guys remember me from school but i very re- very rarely had a belt so like, my <laughs> pants were always sagging i was one of those niggas yes i was anyway um she was like straight nerd. She could do so much better. So this particular time, we were in a co-ed dorm, right? Um, Meridian, Ooh, uh, Ebony Sex Ebony Palace. Sex Palace. Not, right, All that's right. they used to call it, y'all. If you're not familiar Shout with out. the university, it's condos now. Yeah, it's completely gone. Like, mm. but if those walls could talk, oh boy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I had this fine young ting in my dorm room one time, and we were studying, okay, or whatever. <laughs> and it was Valentine's Day, I remember, and huh. um. I get a knock at my door. So I'm thinking, oh, shit, some RA or some shit. So, like, you know, I go open the door. But, like, I keep it just, like, slightly ajar so that I can protect the uh, identity 
of the woman in my room. Mm-hmm. And I open up the room. I, I mean, open up the door, and it's the nerdy girl from school, from the class. Oh shit! And she's this like, "This is a rom com." Yeah, she, she had a lisp, like a very like, yeah, she had a lisp oh, and like a it. very high pitched like voice. She's oh, like, hey, this um, is this is, yeah, she's all that, but like the Howard edition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. I, I was gonna say something mean, or like, but nah, like, I, I was gonna say like, it wasn't even like that. Like, I don't think that a movie could have did this justice because <laughs> we were just from two different people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So. This was news to me that she liked me. I didn't even fucking know. But at the time, she knocks on the door, and she has, like, all this Valentine's Day shit. Like, oh, chocolate card, all this shit. Fuck. I was like, I just wanted to give this to you. And I was like, holy shit. So this voice. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to continue to do it. Because if I do it too much, people might, like, from school might be like, I know who the fuck he's talking about. Because it was very particular, right? So, anyway, she, like, she, she, uh gave me the stuff and she's just like you know i just wanted to like give this to you for valentine's day or whatever and like i like you and shit and i was like uh thank you you know like you know thanks i you know whatever i don't know what the fuck i said but i remember specifically she was kind of aggressively trying to come into my room so there was a little side of this girl i didn't know about yeah it was the freaky side yeah she was like listen i did what i had to do so fuck me now so what's up give me that right so she was (laughs) like so uh what are you doing? But you could tell her social skills weren't necessarily there because she couldn't pick up on the point that like the cues. Yeah, there was clearly someone in my room. Yeah. So she was like, "Is is someone in there?" <laughs> and it was like she was looking over my shoulder, and I was just like, "You know, excuse me, like I don't want to be rude or anything, but like you know, this is my room, and like I'm kind of busy at the moment or whatever." And I was just like, "You know, thanks for the gesture, blah blah blah." And like while she was like trying to look over my shoulder, she was like trying to push her way into my room, and I was like, "Listen." Mm. I was like, listen, you're gonna have to, you know, it was weird, man. It was right. fucking weird. So, like, I closed the door. Yeah, you know, I thanked her for the shit. It was awkward as fuck after that, like, in class or whatever. And, like, uh, you know, seeing her around campus and shit. And we never spoke about it again. You know what I'm saying? But it was just mad fucking weird. And I felt, I felt not bad because I hadn't really done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. But I just had, like, I'm empathetic, man. Like, when, yeah. when you're the, re- when you're a rejector or whatever, like, you know, someone has a crush on you, it's really, really important to be empathetic sometimes i don't know how i can't say this for women because niggas be out here just being wild disrespectful sometimes or just creepy or just over the top or you know it's different for men you know what i'm saying some you know men can easily be dickheads too but you know i try to be as blunt as possible without being a dick yeah i went through the ghosting phase in my 20s where it was like Someone might like you. You might not even like them like that. You have sex with them. You do y'all do whatever, and then you just kind of ghost. And I learned my lesson from that. But this is mm-hmm. before that was a thing. Yeah. So like, yeah, it was like I just I just kept it super respectful because even back then I believed in karma. You know, I don't want someone to dislike me, but I don't want I don't want you to like me anymore. Yeah. But I don't want you to dislike me. Right. If that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. So we could be cool. You know, you're not my type. It's very flattering. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Thanks for wanting this penis somewhere around you in you or whatever i don't take that lightly i don't take that for granted right but this ain't it i will not bequeath this penis yeah to you this penis is is mine <laughs> right, right i only got one a side note I, I definitely know exactly who you're talking about because oh of the, the, but anyway we will not get into that years. because i hope she's doing well sweetheart okay she's a sweet person though but yes, yeah what, what absolutely about you, man when, when's the last time you can remember being the rejector god so i had a friend we we haven't spoken in a while but i don't even think i've seen her in the past couple years either 
but it's one of those people that, a lot of that right like, it's like yeah just go missing you hadn't seen him like yeah i mean we, we all moved but right. you know it was one of those friends that you make a marriage pack with when you're like 22 you know right, like, right. oh yeah oh, we could get it. married if it like in i think 30s, I, I have i have about like seven or eight that are probably due in like the next year so you know i might end up living that poly life without knowing it you know yeah, yeah so probably were yeah <laughs> so I mean, she she was like one of the people that was like really adamant about like, oh yeah, we're gonna get married at thirty because thirty seems like mad old when you're like twenty one, you know? Right, for and, sure. Yeah, I remember not thinking much of it. So one day we were going on like our friend date, or so I thought. Mm-hmm. And as we're going to leave her place, she's like going in to kiss me, and I'm like, oh, I hit that like I, like oh, hit what, that dodge juked? real quick. I was like, yeah, I juked real quick, <laughs> and I was like, and then I hit her with like the. You cool? Because you know that oh you cool. As soon as you hear that, right. like that snaps anybody back into reality. <laughs> like, like, oh shit! I miscalculated this situation. Holy shit! You hit yeah. the juke and asked her if she was cool. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> this is actually my friend. I'm like, oh shit. Oh so, shit. So I'm like, I right, cool, whatever. Like, let's just keep going on with the night, not thinking anything of it. We go out. We're having drinks, of course. I'm having drinks because I'm like, I just kind of want to forget this shit. Like, whatever. She's definitely going in because i'm assuming that she probably feels a little embarrassed by what the fuck just happened right so understandable she gets drunk and then of course as i'm thinking like i should probably leave now she starts to profess her fucking love for me and meanwhile i'm in like oh no what the fuck did i just do mode like i should have left like 20 minutes ago i should have never came out blah 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 so I'm not going to lie. You know exactly what I did at this point. You smashed? And no. <laughs> no. No, no, I did not. I did Before there was a term for this shit, before I knew the meaning of this shit, I gaslit the shit out of her. I'm not going to lie. What'd you I say? I gaslit the shit out of her. I was like, oh, no, you're, you're drunk. You're just drunk. Let's call it a night. We'll talk about it in the morning. Uh, knowing damn well that that was not my no intention, intention for any. I had no intention of talking this shit through. It was one of those times where, you know... It's one of those nights where I hope that the first messages exchanged the next morning would be like, oh, shit, I barely remember what went on. So I can now go on and say, like, oh, yeah, I don't remember anything either. You know, right. like, yeah. yeah and just let's never just, speak of it. Let's just erase this shit from memory and hope that we can go on. And basically, that's kind of what happened. It was just never acknowledged. And we were able to move forward. But, yeah, nah, I, yeah, I didn't handle it gracefully. I definitely gas litter, but hey man, sometimes college is a it, learning experience as well. It is. I, I had to though, like, and but the thing was, I actually I felt legitimately guilty. Like when she hit on me, I was like, I just thought we were friends. Mm-hmm. I had no intention of taking this anywhere romantically. I've never made any moves on her, mm-hmm. and I didn't. She was my friend, so I never wanted to intentionally hurt her or anything, but. Yeah, man. I how was she after that? Were you guys like cool afterwards? Like while you were still in school together? Yeah, like cool ish. Not as cool, clearly. You know, I made mm-hmm. sure to not put us in the same space where we'd be alone. <laughs> just so I wouldn't have to duke and judge, you know. But yeah. uh Yeah, man, it was it was awkward for a couple of years. So Damn. Yeah, I just really I, awkwardness I is never good. Yeah, nah. But yeah, I hope she's doing well. Still not yeah. interested. I hope so too, man. I hope all these people we're referring to uh, 
aren't necessarily listening to the podcast right now. But, <laughs> well, right. You know, uh, if it is, we just lost two listeners. It's okay, right. though. <laughs> maybe, maybe more. All right. But no, we don't, you know how we can keep them? We can tell them how to cope with it. Okay. So as the lover, as the lover. So if you're the person that has uh, loved the person, you're the pursuer and you've been rejected, how do you cope with this? I think one, I think you just kind of have to understand not to let it break you. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. In this phases. Um, yeah. This is the Brian McKnight phase where, like, you're just playing one last Two cry on, on repeat. One last cry. One last cry. <laughs> you know, like you just kind of like you got. You're just in your feelings. Everybody gets feelings. You know, even the hardest motherfuckers out here. Yeah. Especially if you like knew this person and was like pursuing this person and had had like a future plan in your in fucking your mind. Head. Right. Yeah. This is the <laughs> biggest mistake you can make. Yeah. I think the best thing to do in these situations is in any situation really is to have no expectations but that's something that you learn mm-hmm. um yeah, but, I, yeah go ahead yeah no expectations but I, I think you also said something like really pointed too it's feel like allow yourself to fucking feel like you gotta be hurt be hurt, be hurt. like it's cool you can be hurt don't externalize your pain like don't be no like, well fuck you damn bitch right <laughs> don't be the gas station nigga like, yeah, don't be that guy <laughs> like you know yeah yeah you just gotta be like damn like because it, it hits it hits your self-esteem mm-hmm. you know it, it, it hits your ego and we all got it so you know you just got to go through that phase of like letting that go, get out of your system yeah and then i think there's that like there's, there's that nervous phase where you're, you're trying to retain face and you're like sending text messages or you're like reading your fucking horoscope even though you never fucking read your horoscope and now you're just reading it all of a sudden like okay today's the day right and you send those risky ass texts and you're like sweating bullets and shit and you're just waiting for those three fucking dots to appear like there's those rough times like you know during that then you like plead with God about how you're gonna get your act together if you could just get this woman. <laughs> but sorry, God, you must have knew my heart because I never got any of them. Right, and, and then it's like the fuckboy phase, like like we both like articulated, where you just find yourself swimming in random punani, trying to trying to lust it out of your system. Right, you know that's the fun part about being single when you just like you're hurt, so you're just out here. Right, and I say it's fun, it's because it's like you're you're on the quote unquote hunt, like you see you hear about you know most single guys and. And you don't even care if you get rejected at that point because the one you really want didn't want already you. Already so. rejected. Right. The hurt has already occurred. Right. So he's like, I don't give a fuck if you don't like me. Fuck Balls it. to the fucking wall. Yeah, you good. <laughs> you just realize, you come to the realization that that wasn't the right person for you. And yeah. you're the right guy yeah. for someone that just wasn't the right person for you. Right. Right. You know? My favorite part, though, is when they, like that person that you were lusting over or crushing over, not necessarily lusting, but crushing over, and... um. They try to dip their toe in to see if, like, you still want them. Like, maybe some time has passed. Or mm-hmm. even better, when they actually like you now and you're, like, super over it. I love that shit. Like, yeah, that's the best. It's your whack ass. Yeah, there's a couple of people I can't wait until that happens. And I just <laughs> you're I feel it coming. I feel it's it coming. as fuck, bro. I know. I don't care. I'm petty as fuck, man. That, that exists. That's part of me. It's part of my DNA. It's not going anywhere. And I love it. Either way. That's so... Funny. As the loved, as the beloved, sorry. Um, I think the way you cope, again, I was, the point I'm trying to make here is that the beloved, you still experience feelings too. Like there's still a part of this that hurts and kind of sucks, but you are responsible for a person's heart at this point, right? Right. So I I think number one is if you're not into them, don't fucking lead them on, you know, and don't allow them to like just continue to stroke your ego. You got to. Shut that shit down. 
Yeah, Clearly, the opposite of what the fuck. I kind of shut it down, but not really. The do- the dodge was like a, a very telling sign, but everything else after that, you know, was just me dodging. Right, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's true, man. Like you gotta. It's a, it's a rejection is a part of life. Mm-hmm. You know, I get re- yeah. I got rejected from every school I tried to get into for college, except for Howard. That's a different type of rejection. Yeah, I was like, I'm I ain't shit. I'm dumb, but you and can also the work the fuck I out. I wouldn't get into accepting me. So you just never know. Like, you know, rejection, one door closes and another one opens. Mm. That's the mm-hmm. fucking stamp we could put on this, this week's episode. Absolutely. I also think the last thing to leave the beloved on, if you don't have anything, is when you start to catch feelings for them, you said this, like, don't, don't be selfish because you know how much more attractive people start to look when they start to glow up. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. And then no motherfuckers just want to, they want to sneak in and now mm-hmm. they feel like, oh, this is the right time. Like, mm-hmm. but nah, I think that that's selfish. If that person is healing, especially if they got someone like we were talking about last fucking week, because yeah, yeah, these be the exact motherfuckers that'll hit you up now. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, you see me happy. You see me shining. Mm-hmm. This is where you went on your shit, your whole diatribe and shit. Right. I get it. I get it. Don't fucking hit me up. You knew nope. where I was. You exactly. know that this shit hurt. Exactly. And now you're going to come back? This Now you're going to come back? Free? Right. <laughs> I don't even know if that's relevant. It just felt right. It is. Fuck it. It is. It ain't free. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, like, just don't lie. I guess that's it. Be no. honest. Don't. Yeah, just keep it real with people. And keep it real with yourself. Yeah. Karma is real. Right. And what you put out there, you will definitely get. So if you're out here playing with people's hearts, that shit going to come back to you. It's going to hurt you in the same way. Think about it. Think about the two stories I told. I told you a story about me in high school mm-hmm. buying gifts for people that didn't like me. And then I told you about years later, someone buying gifts for me that I didn't like. You know what I'm saying? It's, life is a cycle. You know, it's a circle, yeah. circular. So you'll find yourself in those shoes one day and you just you just want to handle it differently. Hopefully with some humanity, you know? Exactly. Fucking grace and shit. Yep. You've or you could before. be petty like I would. You can juke. Juke. Hey. Okay. Well, um, people, 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 for those that listen, uh, make sure you're following our page because we have a very special announcement coming up. Oh, we do. We've been oh, waiting for this. It's so fucking special. Still can't say what. But we'll we let can. you know by next week. Mum's the word. But You'll yeah. know by next week for sure. Maybe midweek. Maybe. We say this a lot. We like gas y'all up. We be like, yo, we got news to y'all. And then like yeah. shit doesn't really necessarily come through. Normally I edit it out. I'm not okay. editing this oh, shit I didn't out. Know so that. This, yeah. That's a, <laughs> I yeah, I edit it, it out normally. So this is where this is, it's staying. It's staying because it's real. Yeah, it's we got real. big news, man. I'm big happy. I'm happy news. about it. As am I. So yeah, make sure y'all following us on all the socials. So if you found us now, congratulations we love you thank you so much thanks Stick for around. listening on spotify Someone apple all that good shit spotify but Google also Play. yeah find us on instagram if you're not our friend friend instagram. you sound like that friend? girl that had a crush on instagram. you instagram that buddha in the beard <laughs> i got this nigga cracking up oh god you're a terrible person all right so <laughs> On that note, uh, we will we just tell them who we are? We're we just gonna leave. We're gonna yeah, leave today. They, they know who the fuck we are. It's Buddha. Yeah. It's Beard. We'll see you next week. Buddha. <laughs>